Today on the newscast, did Hezbollah just make the skies over Lebanon much more dangerous for the Israeli Air Force? Plus, Israel and the U.S. conduct a joint naval drill in the Red Sea. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We want to get into that growing Hezbollah threat to the Israeli Air Force in a moment. Before we do, just a quick update on that terror wave that we told you about last week here on the newscast. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said today that in the past few days, Israeli security services have foiled at least 15 terror attacks on Israeli soil. Now, this news, of course, follows that terror wave last week. Some 11 Israelis were killed in three separate terror attacks, two were ISIS-inspired attacks. The other was carried out by a Palestinian who entered Israel illegally, but 11 people killed Israel on high alert during this Ramadan month. Remember, the Muslim holiday Ramadan kicked off on Friday, April 1st, and Israeli security services are being preemptive here and going to the root of the problem. They have rounded up dozens of suspected terrorists over the past few days. Also, eliminated some Islamic Jihad, Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorist over the weekend. Palestinian Islamic Jihad, of course, is an Iranian proxy. Surprise, surprise. And you have to think that the Iranian regime is pulling some of the strings behind these planned terror attacks that thankfully, again, Israel has been able to break up over the past few days, according to the prime minister. In the meantime, speaking of Iranian proxies, the outgoing chief of the Israeli Air Force gave a very revealing interview to an Israeli public broadcaster this week, saying that Israel right now has a more difficult time in the skies over Lebanon in terms of freedom of operation and freedom of movement. Why? Because Hezbollah has improved its capabilities. Now, a few things to remember here. Number one, Israeli drones and the Israeli Air Force regularly conduct surveillance over the skies of Lebanon. Why? Uh, obvious reason, because that is where Hezbollah lives and breathes, in particular southern Lebanon and in the Bekaa Valley region and in the suburbs around Lebanon's capital of Beirut, Iran's most lethal proxy, the most dangerous terrorist organization in the world. Not only a terror organization, but a terror paramilitary, a terror militia, that is Hezbollah at Israel's doorstep. So naturally, Israel wisely keeps a very close eye on Hezbollah activities. Well, the outgoing army chief said in this interview that that has become more difficult in recent months and years because Hezbollah apparently possesses anti-aircraft missiles. That's first. And secondly, we know all about that Hezbollah drone arsenal, much of it supplied by the Iranian regime, the growing drone threat to the region has been documented many times here on the newscast and confirmed by both Israeli and U.S. officials, not to mention Sunni Arab officials. They are all gravely concerned about Iran's mass production of attack drones and its willingness to pass off those drones and the technology to make the drones to the various Iranian proxies around the region. Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, who we just mentioned, 
the Houthis in Yemen, those various Iranian-backed Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, and of course, Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, armed to the teeth with these attack drones. It poses a serious challenge on a lot of levels, not only to, the, to Israel, but to the region writ large. Now, Israel obviously conducting many operations in the skies over Syria against Iran and its proxies, chief among them, Hezbollah. We've documented here on the newscast how that may be coming uh, more challenging because of Russia. Will Russia always allow Israel to have this freedom of movement in Syria? Very good question. A tense situation there right now that, again, we've talked about many times here on the newscast. But now could Israel's freedom of movement be curtailed somewhat over Lebanon? Not only the drones, not only the anti-aircraft missiles that Hezbollah possesses, but those precision-guided ballistic missiles. And you have to think, folks, that Hezbollah has gotten their hands on at least some of those precision-guided missiles, or PGMs for short, courtesy of the Iranian regime. The main reason that Israel has conducted so many airstrikes in Syria over the past several years is to cut off the flow of PGM parts flowing from Iran through Syria into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. So a new set of challenges for Israel, no doubt, but the Israel Defense Forces and the Israel Air Force, the Israeli Air Force, have shown themselves very adept, I think, at adapting to these new challenges that always seem to rear their heads, sadly, in the region, new security challenges. Look at Hamas case study, for instance, over the past few years, from suicide bombings to rockets to terror tunnels to terror kites and balloons that Hamas has even sent. Uh, into southern Israel. Israel always seems to adjust, find its footing, and find a new approach to combat these threats. And I have no doubt that they'll do that with the drone threat and in Lebanon. Look, at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to missile defense and defense against drones, no one does it better than Israel with Iron Dome, David Sling, and all the rest of their missile defense systems. Hey, one last thing to mention before I go, the U.S. and Israel just wrapped up a major naval drill, a joint naval drill in the Red Sea. I want to read some of the specifics for you right off my phone here from the Times of Israel who documented the drill. It was between the IDF, as I mentioned, and the U.S. Fifth Fleet in the Red Sea. Quote from the Times of Israel here, with some 300 soldiers and commanders from each country, the exercise, dubbed Intrinsic Defender, began last Sunday and was the largest between the Israeli Navy and the U.S. Fifth Fleet in recent years, according to the IDF. It simulated naval combat, naval firing exercises, vessel protection, sabotage, and neutralization of naval mines, search and rescue, and much more. But I think the main thing to come out of this, folks, is the Israeli naval ships involved refueled from American tankers in the Red Sea. That's a first. Israel refueling through the United States. What does that mean? That means it could give, if that's an option going forward, it could give Israel greater range in its operational capabilities. Look, uh, that could simplify things in a sense. If Israel has to carry out a long-range operation, I'm looking at you, Iranian regime, vis-a-vis your nuclear program, perhaps uh, Israel can refuel courtesy of the United States in the Red Sea or elsewhere in the region. So that was pretty important. Now, the big question there is, would the Biden administration give Israel the green light to refuel? You know 
that the Biden White House would be adamantly opposed to any Israeli strike against Iran's nuclear weapons program. So that remains to be seen, but definitely newsworthy and noteworthy that this drill went down in the Red Sea between Israel and the U.S. Hey, the Middle East never sleeps, as you can tell and as you know if you watch a newscast every day right here on YouTube. And the great thing about it is the God of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. So we'll continue to keep a close eye on all of this. Thanks so much for joining us today here on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.